It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, October 24th, 2019. And welcome to a very special edition of, of course, WWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WWS Outside the Ropes, episode number 176. This is Mr. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, due to a conflict yesterday around this time, we were unable to bring outside the ropes as, as regular as regular day and time. So we are, of course, bringing that here to you tonight to go ahead and fulfill the commitment, as we always do, to get all of our shows in here, of course, whatever time of day, whatever time during the week we can get them in here, folks, we will definitely make sure we get them out here to you. Uh, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, I'm sure we're getting prepared for tonight's edition of the Wolfpack here tonight, which we'll have a big-time discussion here, of course, especially from our own Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, who, of course, last night attended the AEW show, of course, in Pittsburgh. Uh, and, of course, and, of course, we can't wait to hear what his, we can't wait to hear what his thoughts and opinions here um, on on uh, on this topic here, of course, and we'll definitely be talking to him about that a little bit later on tonight. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be bringing you, of course, uh, pretty much all throughout the show here for the next hour. Of course, we'll be bringing you, of course, everything going on in the world of pop culture here from, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. We'll try to squeeze in a few little sports headlines as well as, of course, try to find, try to get you the box house report and all that, of course, filling in there for JD here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but like I said, we'll, we'll be, like I said, throwing out, a few, we'll be throwing out stories pretty much throughout the night here, folks. It's just me flying solo, of course. So we'll get that out here to you here this evening. If you care, but if you care to join us and listen in on anything we have to say, and of course, if you wish to comment or give any thoughts about anything we talk about here tonight, please feel free, as always, to give us a call here. Phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here on this evening's edition of Outside the Ropes. Let's not waste any time here, folks. Let's get right down here to the nitty-gritty here as we go directly, of course, to uh, 411mania.com, of course, for some pop culture stories. And I do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows here, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Outside the Ropes, Raw Radio, Power Hour, WWS This Morning, and other shows. Uh, some of these, of course, may, I'm sure, probably came from yet from also yesterday as well. 
But in this case, if you did not have an opportunity to really look at the uh, look at the look <clears throat> uh, look at these stories, uh, of course, through forlandmania.com, we'll be more than happy, of course, to present them here to you here right now. Let's go to our first story here, and indeed, uh, let's see. Uh, today, coming up here, I believe it came out here yesterday from our, from our friend Jeremy Thomas in Four Eleven Mania. Apparently, Stephen King was a big fan of the remake of Child's Play. Of course, yes, that is the 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 uh, icon of the horror uh, novel right there, the legend himself right there, Stephen King, folks. Stephen King says his big horror movie recommendation this year is the Child's Play remake, and he is just as surprised as you are. The legendary horror, horror novelist spoke with Entertainment Weekly to give his Halloween recommendations and said while he wasn't interested in the remake originally, once he saw it, he ended up loving it. This is, this is Stephen King talking right here, folks. I didn't go see it in the theaters because I thought, well, this is just another Warner Brothers sequel. Mark Hamill... <clears throat> Sorry about that here, folks. Uh, Mark Hamill does the voice of Chucky, and I'm just effing loving it, loving that movie. I laughed and I cried at, at the things in there. Everybody who's in, everybody who's in the movie does it. It's a smart script, and it's just a load of fun. It really is. It's as gruesome as hell. King goes on to describe one of the scenes in the film. Of course, left out here, of course, for the purposes of being a spoiler. Recalls us some carnage and admits laughter said and you know it's not funny but at the same time it is funny child's play was released in back in june it was a bigger success than most expected scoring fairly positive reviews and bringing in 43.5 million against its 10 million production budget plus marketing so um so folks there there you have it there uh this is from the this is from the master of the horror novel himself like i said stephen king uh, let's go back here, of course. Let's see. Let's check see some other stories, of course, making the rounds here as well. Uh, of course, as you know, there there is going to be a ninth Superior franchise, and it looks like we have a, I believe, a a current uh, current singer uh, that's been added to. Sorry about that here, folks. We're just trying to get it up there. Here we go. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here as Fast and Furious 9 adds Cardi B to its cast. Well, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not up with a lot of the music that's out there today. So I've heard of her, but I'm not, I'm not a, no disrespect, but I'm not a fan of her music. So, uh, but I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's an excellent talent. Um, Cardi B is translating her success in the, in the movie Hustlers into blockbuster films, snagging a role in Fast and Furious 9. Deadline reports that the rapper who appeared in STX Films Sleeper hit a small role in the upcoming action film. Details on the role are not yet known. She joins a, ca a cast that includes Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Ludacris Bridges, Nat Natalie Emmanuel, Helen Mirren, movies John Cena, Finn Cole, and Michael Rooker, among his confirmed stars so far. Justin Lin is directing the film, which is set for a May 22nd, 2020 release date. So like I said, we don't know what her involvement in here is in the film, but of course, uh, 
but of course, like I said, we'll definitely, uh, when we get more information, we will definitely keep you posted on that. Uh, uh, some other stories here coming up. Let's see. Uh, and I actually kind of, kind of looked at this one here, uh, not too long ago here, folks. I believe this see, came out yesterday as well from Jeremy Thomas. As apparently the the head of, of, of the uh, television portion of Marvel, Jeff Loeb, is reportedly exiting by the end of the year. Uh, okay, let's see let, let's see what we have on tap right here. Uh, excuse me, sorry about that, folks. Uh, like I said, we know how computers get sometimes. They, they just want like to be slow. Jeff Loeb, who has overseen Marvel TV for nearly a decade, will reportedly leave his position by the end of the year. Deadline reports that Loeb, who oversaw such shows as Legion, Daredevil, Daredevil, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Runaways, Jessica Jones, The Gifted, and yes, of course, these two, Iron Fist and Inhumans, will exit his role as the head of Marvel TV before 2020 arrives. According to the site, one source said Jeff has been thinking about making a change for a while, and now it's time to take that step. <clears throat> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, Loeb's impending exit comes as Marvel has shifted its creative structure, making Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige the chief creative officer and putting Marvel, Marvel Television, previously under Dan Buckley, who reported to Ike, Permuter, forgive me if I mispronounced that name, a direct part of Marvel Studios along with Marvel Family Entertainment and thus reporting to Feed, or Feed, however you pronounce his name. Marvel Television has been losing many of its productions, including the Netflix shows and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which finishes its, its, run, its run next summer, with only its Freeform and Hulu series, Cloak and Dagger, Runaways, and the upcoming Hellstrom and a few animated series under Marvel TV's banner. Meanwhile, Marvel Studios is producing all the currently slated Disney plus Marvel shows like Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Hawkeye. Loeb has, has a history with the comics industry in addition to his, tele, to, to his television production work. Having written several books for both Marvel and DC in the past, on TV outside Marvel, he was a writer and executive producer on the movie show Heroes and a writer and supervising producer on both Smallville and Lost. So, so there, there you have it there, there, folks. Like I said, by 2020, before 2020 comes around, uh, he is scheduled to, uh, to, to, leave the, uh, to, to leave the head of, of Marvel television. So. Uh, this story, let's see. No, that's... Let's see. Uh, sorry here, folks. We're just we're trying to get we're just doing our things here in stride here in perspective. Uh, one story did actually uh, kind of catch my eye here, folks. I don't know how I'm not sure when this story came out. But it came out on Monday, but I'll go ahead and read the story anyway, just in case anybody has read it. Uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, brought out this story here. Like I said, this came out on Monday. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap script originally featured a, a reunion of the Ghostbusters, believe it or not. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap is doing well to box office and with critics. It nearly had another potential fan favorite moment in a Ghostbusters reunion. 
THR spoke with Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who revealed that the original script included a scene that would have reunited Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson. Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson got Bill Murray out on a golf course and were trying to do a sequel to Ghostbusters. Reese told the side about the film's original screenplay. Dan Aykroyd becomes a zombie and attacks Bill, and our golf carts going in the lake and golf clubs being swung at people. The version of the script from before, sadly, Ramis passed away back in 2014. After that, and with the 2016 and 2020 Ghostbusters films happening, the scene didn't work and it was ultimately abandoned. Zombieland Double Tap released, of course, last Friday and has grossed $28.9 million domestically and $34.5 million worldwide in its first four days. And, of course, like I said, this story was as of this past Monday. So I'm sure that number has probably rose up a little bit more since that time. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, um, now we can go ahead and report on some uh, small wrestling stories. Uh, of course, uh, coming out through our friends at 411 Mania as well. Let's see what we have right here. Uh, came, uh, Jeremy Thomas brought out this story here. Uh, some, some WWE news. A stretcher angle was a stretcher angle was filmed after NXT, and the OC comments on Finn Balor's heel turn. Of course, as you heard about, like I said last night on NXT, Finn Balor did a heel turn and ultimately joined up with the Undisputed Era. WWE showed off the aftermath of Finn Balor's heel turn on Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa after NXT went off the air. PW Insider reports that Gargano was stretched out of the arena and loaded into an ambulance after the show went off. Though WWE was filming it, was filming, so it will definitely be used later. The OC posted the Twitter's turn. AJ Styles and Carl Anderson, who were all part of the Bullet Club, as of course Finn Balor was, posting on their Twitter account uh, at 10:20 p.m. last night. Uh, and and of course AJ Styles pretty much says. Well, well, well. So, and and Carl Anderson, of course, posted this to him last night, saying, "What took you so long, Prince?" Of course, as you know, Finn Balor during his days in Japan was known as Prince Devitt before he came to WWE and became known as Finn Balor. So, uh, so, so, uh, <clears throat> so that's that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty darn interesting, right there, here, folks. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. We do have a, an updated card for the uh, next AEW pay-per-view, uh, which is, of course, Saturday at 7 o'clock. Uh, and with this latest development here, folks, uh, I am, of course, debating about whether or not we – about possibly, I think, doing a, doing a prediction title challenge for the AEW for this particular um, this particular pay-per-view so I will put we'll, we'll pass this along to our folks and tonight and we'll get our thoughts about it in on that here coming up here soon but anyway AEW has updated their card for full gear following Wednesday's episode of Dynamite of course the full updated card is right here for the show which takes place on November the 9th in Baltimore so far we have four matches lined up here folks First off, a match for the AEW World Title. Chris Jericho will take on Cody Rhodes for that belt. John Moxley will take on Kenny Omega. The Young Bucks will take on the team for Ortiz. 
and Heyman Page will take on Pac. Of course, it used to be known as Neville. Uh, so far, like I said, that's all we know about the card for for um, <clears throat> um, for the SAW event. Of course, the title, like I said, uh, and we'll keep you informed. Of course, like I said, more than likely we may end up doing one, but like I said, we will we will of course talk about it with our folks here tonight on NWO Wolfpack. Uh, another story here, kind of making the rounds here. Jeremy Thomas, of course, uh, brought a story yesterday to E! News. Apparently, Stephanie McMahon presents a case study at Harvard, and WWE declares a dividend. So let's see what let's see what this is all about here, folks. Stephanie McMahon taught at Harvard on, t- on this past Tuesday, presenting the school's WWE case study. McMahon posted a Twitter with pics from the presentation. The case study was announced in June as part of the Business of Entertainment, Media, and Sports class curriculum, curriculum as taught by pro- pro- Professor Anita Elbers. Uh, <clears throat> of course, this is on Stephanie McMahon's Twitter account. She says, look who taught at, at Harvard HBS yesterday. Want an honor to present the at WWE case study alongside at hashtag WWE co-president and HBS alumni Michelle Wilson. Thank you, Professor at Anita Elbert, for making this happen, and to all the students for participating at Caro Wazanaki at, at Michael Smith. Okay. Also, WWE declared its quarterly dividend on Wednesday. Of course, I'll read it right now. WWE and the records today declared the company's regular quarterly dividend of 12 cents per share for all Class A and B shares of common stock. The record date for the dividend will be December 13, 2019, and the payment date will be December 26, 2019, so a day after Christmas. The wrestling getting into college there, folks. That is quite interesting there indeed. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brought this story out yesterday as well. Some more WWE news. Apparently, Eric selling shirts, joking about his WWE exit. But CNN looks at stock concerns and also stock edges down. Okay. Let's see what this is all about right here. Eric Bischoff was having a little fun with his much-discussed WWE exit and making a little money while he's at it. Bischoff, who was released from WWE last week, posted to Twitter through his 83 Weeks podcast, noting that he has some pretty good shirts for sale, poking fun at poking fun at his release <clears throat> and of course he said this on on his uh, on twitter handle for his podcast called 83 weeks when life hands you lemons make it originally said lemonade but lemonade was marked out and they put t-shirts uh of course uh and this it's uh, it's not a bad uh the t-shirts look pretty good darn good i guess on the front it says 83 days with eric bischoff and on the back here it says you can find me in catering um at the end this might it might say both of these on, on the same shirt i don't know but one of them says you can find me in catering and also one says bischoff moving company will will get you there and back again okay so uh so he is having a little bit of fun with this i mean i don't know how long he'll be able he, he'll do that but of course he's just having a little bit of fun with it right now uh anyway cnn has a future article looking at a few potential concerns about WWE stock in the coming months. 
In related news, WWE stock closed at $66.62 on Wednesday, down 13 cents or 0.19% from the previous closing price. The market as a whole was up 0.17% on the day. So, uh, so very, very unique. So very, very unique there indeed. Um, A couple of trending stories on Floor 11 Mania I will, I will bring up here. This came out today uh, from Joseph Lee. Apparently, Kevin Nash apparently criticizes of them on AEW Dynamite and says he actually will not be watching watching it anymore. So so let, let's, let's see what he's talking about here. Uh, uh, in a series of posts on Twitter, Kevin Nash criticized a segment between Cody Rhodes and the Inner Circle from AEW Dynamite, pointing out that Chris Jericho holding an official AEW microphone made it feel like a work. He later added that he plans to only watch NXT from now on, but would still tune in for Jericho's segments. Fans then took shots at him for going over Goldberg and WCW, the things he said about AEW, to defend himself. Of course, here are the posts right here on uh, courtesy, of course, uh, of course, his post on here on Twitter. Kevin uh, Kevin Nash, uh, let me see, was responded to. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, let me look at this here. Sorry about that. Here, uh, this is this is uh, of course this is uh, he posted at two thirty four a.m. this morning. He said at Cody Rhodes, if you're going to say you're hot at WWE and the ropes don't stop you. Make sure at I am Jericho isn't in his box with an AEW mic. Couldn't spell work any clearer. It's the details. I ran through the DVR to see Chris's segment. Not a great first impression on detail, though. Uh, Twitter handle by the name of Cole Train said this uh, about, let's see, about uh, about 15 hours, about about uh, about sometime sometime after this was said, um, and he was Coltrane said, "Wait, aren't you the guy who booked himself to go over the biggest star in wrestling via a cattle prod?" Kevin Nash responded to that at 3:49 a.m. saying, "No, I wasn't booking. If I was, if I was, I would have had a strong nine-month run, not the finger poker doom six days later." Sorry, that logic really, really eps that entire fable to to stuff and that's not the word that was used but that was coltrane also said here again i appreciate the reply and i'm sorry i clearly had the wrong wrong for many years my apologies and kevin nash said this at 4 a.m this morning said as do 90 percent of my haters this makes those that don't know the timeline or true truth effing sheep i beat the unbeatable at goldberg i never got a chance to say how great i am i solidify my involvement in the in the screw job and uh, also, uh, someone by the name of uh, Stewart said, after one segment you won't watch again, bit harsh, Nash. AEW only entered week four on TNT. Too many judgmental comments this far. Why not judge the product a year from now? Imagine ruling out a wrestler after his first gimmick in the business. And, of course, this person showed a picture of of him, as, as of Kevin Nash's Diesel. Um, Kevin Nash is one other wrestler I don't recognize right away, but also one I do recognize was when Kevin Nash did the Oz character in WCW a long time ago. 
And Kevin Nash says, S load of great TV. I'd rather watch NXT. I'll continue to watch at I am Jericho's segments. And this was said at 6 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, there is more here, folks. Here, uh, uh, Twitter, Twitter handler Jay Demon said, Jericho being the champ and all could have easily got a mic without Cody knowing. I love the segment. Big Kev, you need a podcast. Kevin Nash said at 4 53 a.m. Kevin Nash said the following. I want. A wireless mic can be let's see. Was that yeah? So a wireless, a wireless mic can be cut off by the truck. Cody's the boss. He looks hard, hard camera and says, cut his mic or find a new job. I don't want a podcast. I don't want to go to the gym and look at the ocean and do personal appearances to hang out with my fans. <clears throat> and and one more Twitter handler right here, next row five eighteen said. Weird thing to nitpick if you ask me. I don't think there's a realistic way to represent that angle as a shoot in this day and age. So I'm willing to suspend the belief that if the champ wants a mic, he'll probably get one. Kicking the EVP out of the building, though. Kevin Nash said this. Says, Chris sits ringside with a ticket. Cody starts to cut his promo. Chris interrupts. He's within earshot. Cody attacks him. Chris gets a restraining order. Cody has to do a match according to Chris's stipulations. He loses because of it. Continuing the chase, and he said this at 4:08 a.m. this morning. So, so folks, no matter how how you look at it here, like I said, I mean, this is this is Kevin Nash himself here, folks. I mean, what you know, he he pretty much knows what he's what he's talking about here. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, So, let's see. Um, okay. Um, and I'm sure, like I said, G the Iceman, Jared Drama will report this on Wolfpack here tonight. But I'll go ahead and read this right here coming in from Jeffrey. AEW Dynamite viewership drops below 1 million viewers, but does beat NXT for the fourth week. So let's go ahead and give it a little bit of this right here. Per show buzz daily, cable ratings are out for last night with both AEW Dynamite and WWE's NXT saw a drop in overall viewership this week. Dynamite still came out ahead of NXT for the fourth straight week with 963,000 viewers. NXT grew reported 698,000 viewers. The good news for both shows is that they had both as slight increases this week in the key persons, 18 to 49 WWE. With a 0.45 for AEW and a 0.21 for NXT. Dynamite hit number four in the cable. Sorry about that. Dynamite hit number four in the cable top 150 rankings, and NXT made it to number 21. In terms of viewership rankings, AEW was number 24, while NXT was number 33. By comparison, Dynamite dropped from last week's 1.014 million viewers and number five ranking in the cable top 150. The viewership ranking for AEW this week was actually higher at number 24, as last week it was number 25. NXT drops in overall viewership from last week's 712,000, along with a number 30 ranking spot in the cable top 150. Last week, the show ranked number 35 for viewership. In terms of the demos, Dynamite actually drew a slightly higher rating this week. This week's rating was a 0.45 in the person's 18 to 49 demographic. 
last week's ratings with a 0.44 in the same key demo. NXT was also slightly up in the same key demo with 0.21. Last week's edition of NXT drew a 0.20. Both shows did have some stiff competition on cable and network TV between the NBA and also the Major League Baseball World Series. The NBA game between the Celtics and 76ers game on ESPN topped the cable ratings for the night with a 0.76 ratings in the 1849 key demo and 1.698 million viewers. Hannity on the Fox News channel topped the night for cable viewers with 3.261 million viewers, but the show pulled in only a 0.23 rating in the 1849 dem demographic. The most viewed show last night on TV was obviously Game 2 of the World Series on Fox, which tops the viewership for the night at 11.925 million viewers. The show also topped the range in the 1849 demographic at 2.9. Of course, here is uh, here is the overall look at viewership for AEW Dynamite on TNT and NXT on USA Network viewership. <clears throat> uh, of course, as you know, NXT did start a little bit early. They did start around toward the uh, third Wednesday in September, and this is all up through last uh, last night, September 18th. NXT had 1,179,000 viewers. AEW had not aired yet. September 25th, NXT had 1,006,000 viewers. AEW still had not aired yet. Uh, AEW did not, of course, air until the first Wednesday in October, which was the second. NXT had 891,000. AEW had 1,409,000. October the 9th, NXT had only 790,000 viewers. AEW had 1,018,000. October 16th, NXT had 712,000. AEW had 1,014,000. And as of last night, the 24th, NXT had only 698,000. AEW had 963,000. So it's kind of gone back and forth here between NXT and AEW here. But of course, like I said, as I mean, both shows are still, of course, and as we continue to say, in stiff competition, parallel to what the but everybody from Vince McMahon follows that anybody will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that the competition is, and there is competition going on, and the competition is pretty darn stiff here indeed. Before we continue with more wrestling news here, folks, let's go ahead and give you the number one more time, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141387-POUND. This is WWS Outside of the Ropes, episode 176 here, of course, a special edition here. Tonight, Thursday, October 24th, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. As the rest of the panel, what you have the handle, of course, hope to hear from him, them tonight as we, of course, get prepared for NWO Wolfpack. We'll get coming up at 9 o'clock, 138-521-POUND. Don't forget our wrestling news and views statement, of course, our history and birthdays as well. Plus, also, of course, we'll be bringing you, of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night with both AEW and NXT. Especially, we can't wait to hear what JD's overall thoughts are. Uh, our thoughts are, as, as we said earlier in the show last night, he did attend that AEW show in person. Of course, they're up there in Pittsburgh, so we we can't wait. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we can't wait to hear, of course, what else he has to. Uh, we can't wait for what else he has to say about all that. So, be sure to listen in here tonight, like one three eight five two one pound. For our next edition of NWO Wolfpack, the second installment. Uh, come uh, more as we continue with more wrestling stories. We Thomas from Four Letter Mania brings us a story here. 
as apparently next week's episode of NXT UK is to air at an earlier time due to Crown Jewel. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and bring that here to you. WWE Crown Jewel is resulting in an earlier premiere of NXT UK next week. WWE has revealed that next week's episode will premiere at 11 a.m. Eastern instead of its usual 3 p.m. Eastern due to the fact that Crown Jewel starts off at 1 o'clock Eastern time. As you know, of course, in Saudi Arabia, it will probably already be evening by that time. Uh, uh, <clears throat> and uh, so, so, uh, so, like I said, that's why they're airing, that's why Crown Jewel is coming on at one o'clock next Thursday night. Of course, on net net next Thursday uh, afternoon, there, folks. So, but we're definitely we're definitely going to keep keeping up with that with our prediction title challenge here as well. And of course, WWE Network has said that on their Twitter account here at three thirty five three thirty eight, excuse me, this afternoon. So don't miss this special start time next week on hashtag NXT UK. Like I said, it's going to start. <clears throat> 11, it's going to start, uh, like I said, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Due to, like I said, Crown Jewel will be starting at 1 o'clock Eastern Time, of course, here in the United States. So there, there you have it right there. Let's see what else we have right here on the table. Uh, let's see here. Uh Another story here, of course, another wrestling story right here. I will mention some WWE, WWE news courtesy of Jeffrey Harris. Stepping McMahon, also WWE wins several Cable Facts Faxies awards and also top 10 NXT moments. Uh, let's let's see. Let's let's check out these stories right here. WWE Chief Brand Officer Stephanie McMahon joined 135 female WWE workers and superstars for the company's first ever women's affinity group last night. Of course, you, you could, of course, uh, on the you can check out the uh, her tweets on right here on this during on this page where the story is. She did say, however, last night 135 female at WWE employees and superstars attended the company's first ever. Women's Affinity talking building your personal brand in today's workplace. And I'm so proud of these investing these strong women who make hashtag WWE great at landed hashtag women of WWE. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, uh, at said one was posted at 1:26 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, courtesy of Landit's Twitter account, says that congratulations to at WWE for the launch of your new women's affinity group. We're excited to support your career development efforts. Welcome to Landit. Uh, let's see, uh, Michelle Wilson, at Lisa Skeet Tatum, uh, Rachel Jacobson, and at Steph McMahon. Of course, obviously, uh, two of the women are holding, uh, one of us holding a WWE a replica of a WWE title belt. And another lady, I'm not sure who it is, is holding a replica of the Universal title belt. So very, very cool. Uh, Landed also said this at 2:05 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, <clears throat> I said in response to, of course, what Stephanie McMahon just that why I just read Stephanie McMahon just said here just a few moments ago. Uh, thank you, at Steph McMahon. We are proud to be a part of this exciting, inspired, inspiring initiative. Hashtag Women of WWE. 
<clears throat> also, and of course, of course, why I just repeated up there as well. I just read why I just read there as well. A lot of great pictures there, indeed. Um, uh, also, also, um, I did, I did mean, I didn't, I did forget this part here. Apparently, WWE superstars Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, Charlie Caruso, Nikki Cross, and Mickey James were in attendance at the event, along, of course, with co-president Michelle Wilson. Uh, WWE won several 2019 Cable Facts Faxies Awards this year, including the award for Digital Team of the Year. Here are some details. Best Digital Team WWE. 2009 Faxies were behind-the-scenes executives and teams winner for the Digital Team of the Year. With a passionate global fan base that demands new content at all hours, WWE's digital media platforms remain among the most robust in all, the, uh, in all of entertainment. A seamless connection between WWE's web and mobile platforms, along with a comprehensive presence on all other social media platforms, makes the endless flood of videos, photos, updates, and other exclusive content bites a wonder to behold. Best use of Instagram, WWE. 2019 audience engagement and experience winner for use of Instagram. Of course, embracing a basic philosophy of informing, informing, engaging, and entertaining. WWE's Instagram feed is a social, social engagement miracle. From instant access to the latest news to slice of life engagements with WWE talent to insider looks before and after major broadcasts, WWE has nearly perfected the use of the platform as a tool to capture fan attention. Best live, best live streaming went to WWE's Mixed Match Challenge series. 2019 programs and content by genre winner for live streaming. The WWE's first video series produced to be mobile first and social media centric. WWE, WWE Mixed Match Challenge streamed live exclusively on Facebook Watch, featuring 12 teams made up of both male and female WWE superstars. The show was a fully interactive mixed tag team tournament. Interactive elements included hashtag voting, live commenting, and a special Facebook discussion group page. The show was highly successful with the entire series generating a grand total of, of 35.5 million viewers. And also on here is a video, ladies and gentlemen, of the top 10 NXT moments that, that was posted there last night. So you can check out that video on this story here as well. Let's see what else. Let's see if we have anything else to report here. Um, as of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are we'll be we'll be prepping things here for, of course, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> uh, said coming up here in about an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, apparently, we just got an update here about a story here. Apparently, having to do, I think, with what took place on NXT last night. So let's go ahead and read this story here as well. Uh, apparently, um, an NXT injury report, Kurt Thomas, uh, main, main course topic here, Johnny Gargano is, is not cleared. And we have a little bit more here as well. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and read this right here. The latest in NXT injury report video was online revealing that Johnny Gargano is not cleared after Finn Balor's attack last night. Matt Camp revealed the following storyline, medical updates on talent. In, and of course, in the video, which is down right here, uh, Johnny Gargano is not cleared to compete following Finn Balor's attack. Gargano was taken to a local medical facility and underwent a CT scan to rule out head trauma and spinal injuries. Cameron Grimes is listed as suffering a left 
left hip pointer during his match with Matt Riddle. He will undergo further further medical evaluation and expect to be able to compete in his scheduled match next week against Tyler Bate. So we will we will of course we will of course like I said bring bring that uh, we will definitely of course keep an eye on this and we'll we'll let you know here more whenever whenever the time whenever the time comes here indeed. But uh, but on that note here, folks. Other than that, uh, not nothing else really else big time to report here. Uh, so on that note here, folks, it's, we're going to cut it a little bit short here today, so we can get things, of course, prepped here for tonight's edition of NWO Wolfpack. Remember one three eight five two one pound <clears throat> tonight here as we, of course, we will, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays. Of course, our live video feed will be from NWO US Forever for Life. Uh, we will also have, of course, our thoughts on this, what happened with AEW and NXT last night. Of course, JD will definitely, more than likely, will definitely give us a huge report seeing how, seeing how he was at the AEW show last night in Pittsburgh. And we'll definitely hear more about that here coming up here a little bit after 9, nine o'clock hour. <clears throat> so uh, we'll have, and hopefully we'll have some more folks on, including, uh, like, in addition to JD, hopefully, like, to the human suplex machine, John Gross, possibly the heartbreak kid, Ponzi. And whoever else, we're not sure who else will be on, but hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on here, of course, tonight here as well. On that note here, folks, I do want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 176 of WWS Outside the Ropes. And we'll be back to our regularly scheduled time um, of 6.30, of course, uh, tomorrow. Should be back to our regularly scheduled time next week. We will keep you up to date, of course, if if uh, if anything does change. But uh, and if it does, we will keep you informed about that coming up towards uh, coming up towards the end of this week, or of course sometime around by the end of the weekend. We'll hopefully try to have some sort of an update for you on that. Ladies and gentlemen, a couple of quick plugs I will throw out here at you. Don't forget perpetual uniquity, of course, on eBay, eBay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L. U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y, <clears throat> where, of course, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Uh, do not forget, of course, we still have, almost, of course, a good, um, pretty much close, uh, approximately 200 items, of course, on, uh, for sale, of course, on, on the store page. Be sure to check it out. Like we said, as before, books and other knickknacks, men's, women's, and children's clothing, uh, classic Hot Wheels cars, of course, uh, video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And also, we do have a few DVD selections here as well, including some, of course, uh, DVDs and ranging from uh, different series on uh, different seasons of different TV series. We still have a couple of wrestling DVDs, I believe, still left or posted. Uh, I do believe uh, other movie genres, including science fiction, excuse me, comedy, uh, uh, children's and other animated movies, uh, drama, horror, and there could be, and there may be some more surprises in there, folks. So definitely check that out here. To, definitely check that out here as well. As always, like I said, it's internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual that is perpetual uniquely. And also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, where, of course, right now our ongoing special is going on through the end of the year. Every single DVD and Blu ray that is posted on the page here, folks. 
uh, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, are worth $1. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, $1. Single or multiple disc sets. It doesn't matter if there's five or six discs in each of the sets, but like I said, it, it's still, the whole thing is still $1. Like I said, we have, of course, on hand, as always, your movie genres include comedy, drama, horror, children's and animated movies, uh, science fiction, westerns. Also, we also, of course, uh, different seasons, of, seasons of different TV shows. Also, <clears throat> also, of course, sports, music, wrestling as well. Um, and, and uh, of course, Blu-rays, of course, of different genres as well. But like I said, all of them personally checked out by yours truly, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we would not be posting them on the page if there was any problems with any of the DVDs at all. So like I said, folks, I give my personal assurance that there is nothing wrong with these discs. And like I said, I'll be more than happy to get bring, give you, uh, show you, of course, the condition of the disc and the condition of the case and all. And like I said, if, if like I said, if interested, well, let's just, well, let's make a deal, of course. And like I said, throughout the end of the year, of course, like I said, folks, all DVD sets, uh, single or multiple disc sets, of course, and Blu-rays, of course, of the same faction are worth $1. So be sure to check it out here today. Of course, remember, at Bulldog DVD sales and variety, you take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Don't forget, of course, a special offer in the video that was posted here several days ago on the four-disc set, of course, of classic movies done by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Total Recall, The Running Man, <coughs> Com Commando, and Predator. I say, ladies and gentlemen, four movies in one set. Of course, the set will be $3. If, if you are definitely interested, please feel free to uh, buzz me. And like I said, folks, we'll be business. Like I said, we'll do some business here, folks. So on that note here, folks, we thank you very much once again for listening to episode 176 of Outside the Ropes. Be sure to join us here in about um, about an hour and nine minutes for, of course, our next edition of NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> and, of course, we will have a whole lot of fun here uh, talking about everything under the sun, of course, everything from news and views, history and birthdays, to, of course, what, what took place at AEW and NXT last night. Uh, we'll be hearing from everyone, of course, their thoughts and opinions on both shows. Um, and of course, definitely JD will hopefully be back on with, with us and give us a huge report as to what what took place at the AEW show in Pittsburgh last night. Outside of the Ropes 176 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your pop culture connection. We'll be back on here, about, folks, in about an hour for NWO Wolfpack. Be sure to join in here with us here indeed. Remember folks, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pop culture, pro wrestling and everything in between. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Have a good evening folks, and we hope to talk to you on NWO Wolfpack coming up at nine o'clock. Have a good evening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.